Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And it is a glorious morning. Great to be with you this morning. It is, is Political Coffee, the show where we talk about political issues of the day, always with the, well, the end goal that you can use them how we talk about the political issues to change your world, to make a difference in your world. And you do that by having meaningful and persuasive conversations with persuadable people. That's what this show's all about. All right, so two or three things I want to throw out there to you. First off, to let you know at the bottom of the hour, we have an interview with Pastor Brian Gibson. Now, who is he? Well, he's been all over Fox, Newsmax, Real America's Voice, CBN, Victory News, BBC, Reuters, etc., because he is a pastor of and founder of what's called His Church. There's a church much like I attend. In fact, he has two of them. There's one in Texas and one in Kentucky. He gets into the political fray, and he's not afraid to go mix it up. We're going to talk about all of the things that we're experiencing in America. Woke America, education, trans activists, parents' rights. Kind of a big deal in Oregon right now. Hmm? The breakup of the family, church rights, child, farm, and sex slavery, and all of this is covered in his book, Love Handles. We're going to talk with him about that. And Love Handles is a book that is is more oriented towards marriage. And we'll get into all of that with him at the bottom of the hour. Now, it is important because one of the things that has just happened is that we in Oregon just lost a bunch of school board elections where the battle for the soul of the country truly is. The voter turnout was abysmal, especially Republican voter turnout. It was horrible. It was awful. If people of faith had understood, because pastors understood it, pastors who have been waking up because they didn't know anything about House Bill 2002. They didn't. The parishioners, their churchgoers, their members of the church didn't know anything about it. Neither, frankly, did imams. Neither did rabbis. Nobody knew anything about it. Why? Because Republicans weren't yelling it from the mountaintops about what it really is. The complete usurpation of God-given responsibility of parental rights over children. 
The fact that 10-year-olds can have abortions and 10-year-olds can have transgender treatments and surgeries without parental consent under this law. And that if they object somehow, if they find out, making it illegal for anybody to tell them, including their insurance company that has to pay for those treatments, has to pay for that abortion. If they object, they could go to jail. Nobody knew this. This is why the pulpit has to wake up, folks. We're going to talk, Pastor Brian Gibson, about all of that. Because it's not just happening in Oregon, folks. It's happening all over. It happened in Washington State. It's been happening in California. And they're trying to bring the woke agenda. This destroys families. It destroys marriages. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Ron DeSantis launch. Did you watch the Ron DeSantis launch? And what were your impressions? Did you hear it, rather? Because it was on Twitter. I listened to a bunch of it after they finally got it right. Did you? What were your impressions? I'll tell you what mine are in a moment. There's also a really important article in Willamette Week. It's about the Republicans walking out in the Senate. This story is by Nigel Jaquis. It's a good one. The constitutional amendment that happened There's ambiguity in the actual language of what was put in the Constitution, not what, quote-unquote, the intent was. Critics, this, say, poorly drafted language makes it unclear exactly when 10 unexcused absences bar future service. And there's, of course, a picture of State Senator Dennis Linthicum, who's joining us every Tuesday at least until the end of the, of the legislative session to talk about this and many things. The bottom line is this. It's going to be challenged based on the actual language placed in the Constitution. And the problem is this. It may actually be that the, that the election that it affects is not until 2028. Huh? Yeah, no kidding, folks. Now, Republicans are going to challenge it in court, First Amendment rights, and, and you know, the, the union left got a legal opinion from Stoll Reeves knocking down possible arguments against Measure 113. Stoll Reeves is a longtime leftist law firm out of Portland. And that it violates their First Amendment right to violates their First Amendment rights and their right to run for political office, which I think it does. But Democrats are anticipating legal challenges than they have been for some time. The actual language in the Constitution. Well, you just have to read this article, folks, you got to understand is that. The actual language may lead to the fact that the next election or quote the constitutional language is for the term following the election after the members current term is completed for some members that's 2028 
folks. Anyway, it plays into how all of this is going to play out. Tina is in a big fight with the Oregon Liquor Cannabis Commission, OLCC. Why? She wants a 50-cent surcharge on every bottle of hard liquor. Oops. It ain't going to happen. Northwest Observer has a story about something that was presented to the Lynn County Commissioners. And that here's what it is. This is something you can use in persuasive conversation. Shutting down schools damaged young kids. The juvenile department of Lynn County made a report to the Lynn County Board of Commissioners Tuesday morning. And the report links the shutting down of schools with an uptick in juvenile referrals to the juvenile department. These are kids who get in trouble. And that many of the kids who were locked out of schools are exhibiting significant behavioral issues. Now, the director of the Lynn County Board of Commissioners or the the Lynn County Juvenile Director, Tori Lynn, said that these behavior issues are likely linked to the isolation of students and for many, a lack of a positive role model during the closure. The board chairman, Roger Nyquist, an old friend of mine, asked Tori Lynn if he thought the school closures were a bad idea. And Lynn said, yes, absolutely a bad idea, adding he said the same thing as closures were being proposed two years ago. This is a topic you can use in conversations. Because the whole idea of forcing people into mass, the whole idea of closing down schools, all came from the teachers' union, as we have found out. Randy Weingarten of the American Federation of Teachers specifically advocating for that and having lots of personal one-on-one meetings with guess who? The CDC and Dr. Fauci. The data's in. Locking schools down from the pandemic was a huge mistake. Now, this relates to the way you could have this conversation with somebody else. You could say, so if the next, if another pandemic happens, should we shut the schools down? We'll talk about that. It's something that you can use. By the way, there's another story in the Oregonian about nearly one-fifth of jobs within Oregon state agencies are vacant as of April. According to the SEIU, 8,643 jobs were vacant. Now, they're doing all of this for political purposes, and they're releasing it right at the correct time for 
budgets being passed because they have to have money for new positions allocated by the legislature. The union wants more union workers. They want bigger government. It's how they mask the massive and ever-growing upside-down figure of PERS, Public Employees Retirement System. They have to add new employees to make it look like it's funded, because it ain't, folks. But here's the dirty little secret. The fact that the state holds these jobs vacant, these agencies do it on purpose, and you know why they do it on purpose, and they've always done it. They did it when I served in the Oregon House of Representatives. Do you know why they do it? Because the governor always gives away more goodies pay increases and other things to the unions than what the legislature funds. You hear that? How do they pay for that discrepancy? Well, the agencies take the money that's given to them for a certain number of state employees, and they simply don't hire the replacements for the vacant positions. When people leave, they move to another state, they retire, whatever. They still got the money, but they never hired anybody. And they have to use the money that they got to pay for increased benefits that they didn't fund, that the governor bargained for. It happened when I was there. And it's been happening for years as the Democrats have controlled the legislature. Just something I thought you should know of. There are five takeaways from Ron DeSantis' announcement for president. And I'll tell you what they are when we come back. It's 6.20 in the morning. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-three minutes past the top of the hour. We are back. Great to have you with us. I'll get I'll tell you what my takeaways were from listening to a good share of the Ron DeSantis on Twitter with Elon Musk. Um, or campaign announcement that he's running for president. I'll share with you what that is in just a moment. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. What did you think of it if you heard it? What do you think of it today? 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Jim writes an email and says, DeSantis gets his toes wet. Again, sorry for the eight emails today. So much to comment on, so I try to keep it brief. DeSantis finally made it official. Well, good. Let the games begin. Two men enter. One man leaves. Isn't that a line from Thunderdome? Tina Turner died yesterday. She was central to that movie with Mad Max Mel Gibson. Friends, I want to remind you, Power Honda is one of our great sponsors. They're down in Albany. They're part of the Power Auto Group that sponsors, of course, this call-in talk line. 
They specifically sponsor this show, and we're grateful for that. So you know what? If you're thinking about buying a Honda, new or even pre-owned, you ought to go see Power Honda down in Albany. It's an easy drive down I-5. You get off at the end of the, it's the Highway 20 exit, the end of the Albany Airport right there on I-5. Loop around and go to the east about three or four blocks, and there they are right there on your right. Power Honda. You have a great selection of pre-owned certified other vehicles besides just Hondas, too, including every time I go past there, some great-looking four-by-four trucks. Anyway, go to their website, mypowerhonda.com, mypowerhonda.com. So here is my takeaway from the DeSantis campaign launch. It has nothing to do with the fact that it didn't work for the first 20 minutes because they had all kinds of glitches. Here's my takeaway. Me too, me too, me too. What? Yeah, Ron DeSantis, Ron Me Too DeSantis has launched his campaign for governor by basically copying everything Donald Trump is saying. Me too, me too, me too. There's nothing original there, folks. He wants to fire Christopher Wray, director of the FBI. Duh. Trump's been wanting to do that for a long time. He wants to settle the Russia-Ukraine war. Duh. Trump's been saying that. He could do it in the first few days of being president again. China is the foremost geopolitical threat. Duh. Who's been saying that for the last 20 years? Donald Trump. And he says he has a path to the White House. That he can beat Trump in the primary. He's 30 plus points behind. How's he going to make the case that he is better than Trump as the Me Too guy? Yeah, he's done great things in Florida, and I and I give him huge, huge positives for that. He's the Me Too governor. He's going to go after Trump because he said he voted against a bill that Trump backed. that would declare amnesty for 2 million illegal aliens. Those were the kids, right? Those kids, the dreamers. And then he said he voted against an omnibus spending bill that Trump signed, saying he added almost $8 trillion to our debt over a four-year period. You know who put that bill in front of him? Largely Republicans. Oh, and he said he wants to build the border wall. He already built, Trump already built the border wall. Now, there is a funny video from 2018 when DeSantis was running for re-election to be governor. He's, it's the build the wall ad where he's, he's with one of his children. He's building up, you know, a little wall with his child in front of the fireplace. 
He says, well, now it's all just tongue-in-cheek. Really? There's another uh, interest, and I'll have all of this up on the show plan, folks. It relates to Portland. It's irrelevant to what I just talked about. It relates to Portland. How bad is it when you lose a leftist singer-songwriter? John Mellencamp wrote a song about Portland. Land of plenty where nothing gets done. It's stunning. Absolutely. It's called The Eyes of Portland. And it highlights the homeless crisis. You can't get much more left wing. As John Mellencamp describes himself. And he knows the disaster. That Portland has become Antifa. Back in a moment with Pastor Brian Gibson. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 23 minutes from the top of the hour. It is our great honor to welcome to the show Pastor Brian Gibson. Pastor Gibson, welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me on today, Jeff. It's an honor. Folks, I want you to go to uh, his website for the book that he and his wife, Jesse have written called lovehandlesbook.com. It's all one word, lovehandlesbook.com. This is relevant to where we are in American Boy. It's relevant to the political issues that we're facing in Oregon right now. The destruction of the family is... It's what's happening, and it's happening in Oregon, Pastor, in many ways. Uh, folks, he has been featured as a speaker and a prophetic voice on Fox News, Spike Spicer and Company, One American News, Real America's Voice. He's not afraid to get out there and take a stand as a pastor of churches that he and his wife have founded both in Texas and in Kentucky, one of the things that you should know about Pastor Gibson is that he's part of a group that he, he helped found called Peaceably Gather, led a group of 5,000 churches across America that refused to shut their doors during the unconstitutional government lockdowns. Now, Pastor, I, I got to tell you, so much of what's happening in America today that we don't like, that is a threat to our liberty, to our religious freedom, is because pastors don't preach it from the pulpit. And it's about time that we did. Now, how does your new book, how does that, all of that tie into the family and to the threats to our liberty, what's happening in America today? Well, I'll say this, the church has the message and the answer to having a successful culture that pushes forward and 
people can live a life worth living. And whenever you take the message of the churches away, I mean, the whole society begins to crumble. America is great because America is good, right? We all know that that quote. That's right. Uh, and what made America good is that the founders of our nation, they didn't just find the principles that the, the republic is founded on just out there in the air somewhere. It wasn't an idea they came up with. They had a Christian worldview. And the men that, that wrote the Constitution that we hold dear to us, um, they're men that understood who Jesus was. They understood who the Bible, what the Bible was, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They, they had all of that nailed. And they get up and, and, and they push back against King George. They start writing uh, the documents that we all understand to be our, our founding documents right now, and they're Christian principles. And so right now you're watching the eroding of every Christian principle that this culture was built on. If you don't have a similar ethos, a fabric, an understanding, uh, a shared value, a shared morality, it's very hard to govern a people. And if you look right back like at the book of beginnings, book of Genesis, all right, the big messages are God created this world, number one. Number two, God created man. Think about the demonic attack on all these ideas, right? Yes. First, they'll tell you the world just showed up. Number two, man's an accident. Number three, God created them male and female. Right? Right now, we have the gender-bender ideology, right? Man could be woman, woman could be man. Uh, You go next to that, God creates the family unit. All right? Right now, we're trying to tear that down, uh, get rid of parental rights. After that, man and woman are sovereign on raising their children. Adam and Eve had a family, and they're coming against that, tearing down uh, the the family everywhere. So people need the message of, of family, the biblical message of marriage, the biblical message of what a man and a woman is. I mean, we need it all because they're tearing it down and they're pulling it out of our children's understanding right now. Yeah, we, we, you're so right about that. We have this huge fight going on in Oregon right now where our, the, the, or in the legislature, I used to serve there in the House of Representatives, we Republicans were in control back then. And the idea that legislation would come out of Oregon legislature that would literally destroy parental rights was something none of us ever dreamed would be possible. Yet it has happened in Oregon, except a group of Republican senators who are in the the minority in the Oregon Senate have literally left the building. They have refused to come back in to provide quorum, the necessary constitutional two thirds to be able to to literally pass this bill, which pastor, listen to this. This bill allows 10-year-olds to get abortions without parental consent. It allows 10-year-olds to have transgender treatments or transgender surgeries without parental consent. And the parent's insurance has to pay for it all, and they can't tell the parent. And if the parent finds out and objects, they go to jail. This piece of demonic garbage is all you can say that it is, is stopped from becoming law because a group of courageous Republicans walked out to preserve parental rights. And this is not just happening, as you know it, Pastor, this is not just happening in Oregon. It's already happened in Washington. It's happened in California. And it's happening, they're trying to do this all over the country. Now, this destroys the family, destroys parental rights. How does your book, Love Handles, and folks go to Love Handles book.com how does it address these specific things assaults on the family for today 
Well, the book paints a picture of exactly what the family is via the Bible. And for somebody to know what they need to fight for, like, like my hat's off, and I'm so thankful for these people that pushed back in Oregon and walked out. And uh, if they have to stay out of that house for the rest of their lives to stop that wickedness from being passed in your state, I hope they do. Um, Amen. I can't, I can't imagine that the people of Oregon would uh, get in line. I know there's some, you know, I know there's some nut jobs in Oregon. I've been out there, I'm well aware. But that, yes. I don't believe that's everybody in Oregon. They no, don't it want is. This. This, is, this is too far, right? Uh, they're not looking for this. This is insanity. So, yeah, Love Handle's uh, book, it's like finding something worth holding on to. Right, I say this, I weighed 199 when I married my wife. The next day, I weighed 236. Took me, <laughs> took me one day, right? to gain 37 pounds and uh so there's more of me for jesse to love every year she's a blessed woman but i got a love handle and uh when you're walking by each other you got your arm around somebody you got that love handle to grab a hold of all right our culture needs real values it's love worth holding on to and love worth holding on to is your marriage your covenant your spouse your sons your daughters Right, You don't have another relationship like the relationship you have with your family anywhere else on the planet. And if you do it right, it'll be the most uh, beautiful relationship you ever walk into. If you do it wrong, it'll bring unparalleled pain and trauma into your life. So I think people understanding that and knowing that, why did these people walk out instead of passing this grotesque law? They walked out because they understand the value of family and the value of parental authority, yes. the value of sovereignty, right? They understand that. And uh, if they think people are going to mass allow, regardless of what legislation's passed, people to come in and take their children from them, chemically castrate them, abort uh, a, a child, or uh, give them some sort of, of not a, it's not a surgery, it's a chop shop deal, without raising holy hell and putting up a fight, they're opening up something that, I mean, they're gonna open up a door that's hard to close. They start going this, I mean, it's insanity. Canada, same way right now. Uh, yep, I'm not telling you anything right. you don't know, but in Justin Trudeau's dystopian nightmare right now, uh, just if I say these things, that I disagree with the LGBTQ agenda, and I offend somebody, I can be looking at a year in jail and a $25,000 fine. All right. How much more if you come and try to take my children away from me? Are we going to have trouble? Um, this is this is the the deconstruction, and I don't believe it's it's. I believe there's an agenda behind it uh, that's larger than any of us understand, and it's not just that's right. you know a, a, a UN agenda. It's not just a World Economic Forum agenda. It's not it's right all out of that. the pit of hell, Pastor. And yeah, you know that's it. right. It's a, it's a demonic agenda, is what it yep. is. Yes, sir. Um, unbelievable, but I'll tell you, uh, I think especially probably a lot of uh, listeners, a lot of times to conservative radio, they tend to be a bit older. Uh, I'll just say that, which that's, is a shame. That's right. We that's we right. need to get it down into the younger gener, you know, younger generation. Same with Christian things like that. We need to get it down younger. But I'll say this: a lot of you figured out marriage. You know what you're doing. You've been married, you know, twenty to forty years. Uh, the book will help you in teaching the next generation about marriage, but I would encourage anybody that has a grandkid, you got some nieces and nephews, you got, you got kids that are getting married or considering getting married. We wrote this book 
for it to be a fun, fast read. All right, so they could get the concepts about marriage and family quickly. Uh, I wrote half of it. My wife wrote half of it, so it would be from male-female perspectives. And we tried to make it palatable because in, in the school system, they're breaking down the marriage. And it's not the public school system. Stop calling it that. Call it the government school system. That's right. Or I don't know. Maybe we call it the communist school system. I don't even know what to call it anymore. They're breaking down the ideas of marriage. They're breaking down the idea that sex is between a man and a woman in a covenant relationship. They're breaking down the ideas that your parents know best. That they're saying the teachers, and I promise you, they're telling you, they're telling your kids, not every teacher. I've got some wonderful Christian spiritual teachers that I'm thankful for and praying for in our congregations. Because Yes, and Pastor, unfortunately, we're at the end of our time. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for writing this great book. The book is lovehandlesbook.com. Go buy it. Hand it out. Hey, it's a thanks. great wedding gift. Pastor, be blessed, you and your, your lovely wife, Jesse, okay? Hey, bless you, sir. Thank you for having us. Keep fighting. Pastor you Brian bet. Gibson, lovehandlesbook.com. I'm going Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Nine minutes till the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. Uh, I was saying this as we went out on that last interview. I'm going to buy a copy of this book, Love Handles, and take the pastor's suggestion. Give it to a young pastor uh, in our church who's getting married, and I'm going to be attending his wedding as a gift, as part of, part of their gift. Having good advice, godly advice, as you enter marriage is just a critically wonderful thing. But especially right now, especially right now, because the family is under such incredible assault, and this book deals with all of that. The strongest thing that we can have in this country is not just a constitution that guarantees our rights that come from God. They don't come from government. The strongest thing that guarantees all of that, that guaranteed it, that made the Revolutionary War happen and everything prior to it, was the family. It was husbands and wives having a strong marriage, rearing up children with ethics, with morals. That's the assault on us today. And we have to fight against it. So I just encourage, I, I'm going to buy one of these books because I just think this is important. The, the, you buy it online. It's lovehandlesbook.com. That's the website you can go to, lovehandlesbook.com. Do you have what it takes to hold on to your marriage? Right now, during this trying time? Yeah, that's important. By the way, thanks to Greg who wrote me a great email uh, the British Heart Foundation president reports an astonishing rise in atrial fibrillation. Get this. One in 45 Britons now have atrial fibrillation? Wow. That's astonishing. Friends, us. Uh, a little warm yesterday, going to be warmer today if your air conditioning system isn't keeping up. This is the perfect time for you to call Freedom Heating and Air 
And they'll come out and they'll get it fixed. They'll come out and assess the problem with their professionals. They'll work out a plan with you, how to fix it, long-term, short-term, and they'll get it done. And they'll get out to your place right away because believe me, even though we got a cooler weekend coming, it's gonna heat up because summer hasn't even started yet. Give Freedom Heating and Air, Freedom Heating and Air a call. 503-580-1456-580-1456. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Let's go to the phones and we'll go to Gary. Gary, good morning, go Beebs. Hey, Jeff, go Ducks. So, uh, if I don't call tomorrow, uh, just wishing uh, all our veterans a uh, happy Memorial Day. We can never, uh, we can never repay their yes. uh, sacrifices yes. that they made for us. So, amen. Uh, amen. I, I imagine they have a special tear watching what's happened to their country uh, turn communism after they fought communism their entire life. But uh, major, major. Um, honor uh, to the uh, the guys that are sitting out uh this is this is historic and uh, not only the state of oregon but i think nationwide uh they're standing against uh true evil uh they're standing against uh some of the most insane bills that have ever been written uh and these uh these democrats uh, communists uh they're on extremely thin ice with the people that uh, they're willing to stand and say that it's okay for eight-year-old girls to have an abortion. That, or really, there's no age limit. Uh, I mean, if a girl That's right. got pregnant at five, in theory, uh, they're okay with that girl having an abortion without telling her parents. Well, what about pedophilia? Uh, it, I mean, this is just opening the lanes, and we all know, wink, wink, that the Democrat Party is has pushed pedophilia from, and some Republicans, but really it's primarily, it's a liberal, evil, satanic worship uh, that uh, destroys children uh, at a young age simply so some man can get his, you know, thrills. Right, right. Sadly true. Absolutely sadly true. And that's what these guys are standing up for, and everybody's got to call those, call their senators uh, thank the Republicans and uh, admonish the Democrats. Amen. I completely agree. And there'll be more on how you can file legislative complaints against the corrupt and illegal activities of Democrats who are leading the legislature and the governor. I will share with you more about that every day because this is important that we do it. It's what Senator Boquist has put forward, and it is the right thing. Gary, thanks, and I echo your sentiments. Tomorrow on Freedom Friday, Friday we will talk about Memorial Day. Keep up the fight. Go Ducks. Go Beavs. Doug writes an email about pastors are silenced. Church pulpits suffer from self-censorship because they've been captured by their 501c3 corporate status. No one is safe when the governor, government weaponizes the IRS to go after contrarians that advance solutions going against the pro Marxist narrative. Amen. You are so right on. Um, and then Gail writes an email. Would love Senator Boquist's information you offered several years or several days ago. I will send that to you, Gail. Absolutely. 
Friends, I really truly want to admonish you in, in a positive way. Keep praying for our leaders at all levels, not just the Republicans who've walked out of the Oregon Senate, but frankly, that Oregon senators that are Democrats would come to their senses and members of the House. I told you the anecdotal story that one of our listeners of this show heard from a Democrat House member saying that they hoped House Bill 2002 would go away. Why? Because it was destroying his marriage. The book about marriage is so important. If that's the impact this bill is having, then marriages of all types, liberal or conservative, are in danger. And people need this kind of thing. Um, Kathy wants to know, when will I return to Twitter? Please make it soon. Well, I... I'm actually, I actually have returned to, to Twitter. I just haven't taken time to tweet anything. I, and I need to start doing that. And I need to start posting things back on Facebook about political issues. I post them every day on Telegram. Go to the Political Coffee Clatch page on Telegram. Buy the Love Handles book and give it to someone. Lovehandlesbook.com families are at the center of it all so is prayer and faith stand firm friends i'm back tomorrow to be freedom friday fight on today's a war room by the way it's thursday Somewhere.